Good morning, everyone. So Sana is back for our another Chocolate Friday. And this time it's definitely Chocolate Friday. I'm out and about again. Uh, last week I was in Berlin and I will get back to you on amazing spots for chocolate in Berlin. Probably in about two weeks because today I'm focusing on Amsterdam. And next week I'll continue to focus on Amsterdam. Because this week it's the Chocoa, the, an absolutely amazing chocolate festival. Saturday and Sunday it's open for the public. So if you're in Amsterdam or anywhere near, you should definitely come by. There's a lot of amazing things happening Saturday and Sunday. I will let you know next week what I did and what I went through. There's a lot of amazing speeches there's workshops and of course a lot of amazing chocolate makers are in Amsterdam to showcase their work and let you sample and buy their products so if you're here definitely come by I'm definitely looking forward to a couple of different events I'm gonna get down and um, curious and my nerdy self about Mesoamerican culture both with drinking cacao and flavors I'm also looking forward to Hazel Lee's workshop, color, uh, the color map. So flavors and colors, how that combines. She's created instead of a flavor wheel, a map of colors. And uh, you can use that in order to detect the different flavor notes of a chocolate bar. I've been looking at it for quite a long time, but I haven't been to any of her tastings. So that's going to be one of my highlights for the weekend. But it's Friday morning. Uh, in a moment, I'll have my first piece of chocolate of the day. And I'm going to start with a very traditional Mexican cacao. Uh, because yesterday I met a chocolate maker and cocoa farmer. So they made a, a simple chocolate bar with a lot of cinnamon added to it as well. And this farmer won the prize third prize for his cocoa beans in the, the local competition uh, in Mesoamerica earlier. Uh, so it was a Mesoamerican contest for biodiversity. So that's going to be my start of the day. I'll be talking today about a few of the different highlights and what I heard during yesterday's Chocolate Makers Forum. But I'm going to start off by talking about the amazing dinner last night. The Shokoa dinner of 2019. Both uh, famous chefs here in uh, the Netherlands and pastry chefs were part of uh, creating this amazing dinner. And all people present are probably as interested and curious about chocolate and the chocolate industry as I am, even in different ways. So the people that I met work from anything between publishing to uh, sale to production. So it was a lot of interesting conversations and flavor combinations. Every part of the meal contained chocolate. So from the starter to the dessert. And uh, I'm not going to be able to take you back and let you experience all the flavors. But I'll give you a, like a shortcut and to just have an idea because we can t we can be a bit scared to use chocolate in food which we don't necessarily have to be because chocolate can be used to add more depth especially if you work with like a heavy sauce 
either meat-based or bean-based or lentils. Uh, if you look up Mexican molly with chocolate, there's many ways to make molly, but the mole uh, colorado is the, one of the ones that contain dark chocolate. And you can get a lot of inspiration looking at that. You have a lot of depth, you have a lot of chili, you have a lot of dried fruits to bring out the flavor. And a dark chocolate sauce was part of the main dish, the main course, with roasted peasant, curry grapes and sauerkraut, all with a chocolate sauce. Uh, although, uh, since it was meat, and that's not my, my favorite cup of tea, the other dishes were more to my 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 personal preference especially the dessert but first i'll let you know about the beautiful two starters we had one for mingling that was absolutely amazing partly because it was such a surprise to have peruvian prawns together with the the chocolate sauce and there was a lot of different layers so we had it in a, a glass and you really built up the flavors so the prawns that has a, such a subtle flavor with the dark chocolate and garlic that worked really well together. There was also a chocolate salsa that you could dip carrots, you could dip Mexican tortilla chips into this salsa with um, like a mayonnaise with chocolate and also infused with garlic. And previously I've had garlic with chocolate in bonbons that hasn't really worked for me because it becomes too intense. And you still expect a bonbon to be sweet. And when it's too much of the savory that we associate with garlic, sometimes it becomes overwhelming. And especially since garlic, garlic is such a flavor that stays, especially for me. If I have fresh garlic, it can stay with me for 24 hours. In this case, the garlic has been processed and when you have it with the tortilla chip for example or with the prawns you want the garlic flavor and the chocolate just enhances that flavor it adds an extra touch and the chocolate balances really well with the, the roastedness of the chips and the subtleness of the shrimps in this case so that the the mingling started was absolutely to my liking and a great way to start the, the meal and that is anticipation anticipation for the rest of the evening the starter uh, the actual starter for when we sat down at the table was divided into two parts we have the peanut arepas which brings me back to my time in Colombia and to my friends in Venezuela, which was absolutely lovely. Although I haven't had peanut inside of the wrappers before, and it was a subtle peanut flavor that I really, really enjoyed. Small and crispy, well prepared. And then it was a yellow tuna gazpacho, carpaccio, with a white chocolate molly. So I'm used to having a dark chocolate molly, which is a lot more intense. But this also worked very well. So let's move on to the dessert. Definitely to my liking. A well-made dessert is always the highlight of a meal. It's what finishes it off. It's what you take home with you. And 
you need those flavor to explode in your mouth and that's what it actually did and i really like the presentation made by the pastry chef as well uh, wishing us to take us back to his childhood memories and as long as his childhood memories contain subtle and really delicate chocolate flavors and a lot of pineapple and acidity but well balanced he did a great job because we had the lightly caramelized pineapple and a vinaigrette with with the, the cocoa pulp which was absolutely amazing because it's not something I've had before but this together with the subtle Colombian cacao they made a chocolate foam in a half-filled bonbon together with this um, light fluffy mousse with a more uh, cookie-like interior. It's really hard to explain uh, the, the flavors and to bring it back to you, but it was absolutely delightful. And so that was the seeded, seeded meal. And then we were told, like, okay, time to mingle. There's some more dessert wine to be found outside. There's chocolate, of course. I had no idea what to expect. There was chocolate tastings on the tables with different origins to be enjoyed. And there was four kinds of desserts at the dessert table. So my favorite by far was the chocolate and chili flan made with the Connection Cacao from Ecuador. Absolutely amazing when that chili flavor really comes through but without being overpowering. That's not easy to that's not easy to do. There was also chocolate tartlets and there was a brownie and there was an ice cream with chocolate sauce. So it was an absolutely a delightful meal. Um, I might have had a little bit more chocolate than I usually do on a normal evening. Uh, might made it might have made it a little bit harder to get a good night's sleep, but it was definitely worth it. And another reason that I didn't sleep as much might have been because I've been processing all of the information that I've been given today and knowing that I'm going to be giving a lot, given a lot more information today. Today the focus is mainly on the chocolate itself and how to make the finished product. Whereas yesterday the focus was more the cocoa beans and the harvesting process and the post-harvesting process. Which was so interesting, mainly because we were focusing on different origins. So we were talking about West Africa and demystifying Africa was the... The theme of the speech, the speech with the panel of five people, I think they were, making sure that we don't judge everything by one cover because there's always many parts of a story and we need to be aware of that. And there's many things to take under consideration, but we can't only judge African cacao from one set. We need to look at the different origins and what's being done in the different processes. So I got a lot of interesting connections and chocolate that I want to look up. 
because since I'm mainly focusing on South American and uh, Mexican chocolate in particular, in particular, there was, uh, of course, I went to this talk about Venezuelan cacao, since that's one of the regions that I really like. But with the the current uh, situation in Venezuela, it's hard to know what's going on, and I haven't been able to follow the the cacao farmers. So I was really happy to try some of the bars that I tried two years ago and meet with farmers and makers from Venezuela and hear the positive things that are happening there. Uh, instead of only talking about the poverty, you see the, a thriving industry in a way and people come to enjoy the chocolate and people come together to make chocolate bars in small villages. So Venezuela has a lot of positive things happening. Besides that, there was really nerdy chocolate business about genetics and terroir. You might know the term from wine, and it's as crucial when it comes to the flavor of a chocolate bar. Where did it grow? How did it grow? But I'm not going to get into all of that detail so early in the morning. I hope that uh, you're in, about, about to enjoy a cup of coffee, that you're about to start your Friday in the best possible way. Hopefully I've given you some inspiration, but I'm not going to bore you. I, I think you might be as interested as I am, but then just drop me a message and I'll tell you about bean, cocoa bean quality, and I'll tell you about terroir and genetics. But for the rest of you, enjoy your day and I hope you have a lovely weekend next week. I'll keep talking about Amsterdam and what I did for the rest of the three days I'll be spending here with massive chocolate inspiration. And if you happen to be in Amsterdam this weekend, drop us a message on Instagram and we'll be sure to catch up and I'll give you some recommendations. Have a lovely weekend. Ciao!